really neat and, and cool feature in uh, CM2012 is the um, ability to do user-targeted deployments and also to simulate my deployment. By, by simulating a deployment, I'm actually not installing anything, but I, I will let the users know that they have software available for them and I will evaluate all the requirement rules, all the dependencies. For me, it means that I will have a nice looking report. I will be able to, in, in the console, to actually see who will be able to install the application, who will fail because they don't have the right operating system, might not have the correct amount of memory, and so on and so forth. It's a, it's a little feature, but it can save me hours and hours of work. Welcome to the Knowledge Chamber. I'm your host, Robert Hess. Technology is always changing, and the need for exposing that technology to the various desktops you might be managing in your enterprise or small business is extremely critical in helping you get the right programs to the right people in the right fashion. To help us understand some of that technology, we have Johan and Kent, and I'll let you guys pronounce your own last names because I'm not sure I could quite do it properly, who are going to show us some of the capabilities that are coming forward in the new versions of Windows and system software. All right. My, my last name is Arvid Marek, so I, I, that's why the pronunciation. Yeah. And, and my last name is Elon, which is uh, yeah. a typical Danish name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I assume you guys are both Danish then? No, I'm from Sweden. You're Sweden? You're Danish? I'm Danish. Okay. And being from the southern part of Sweden, he's actually half Danish. <laughs> the the so. part of our country where we live, he used to belong to Denmark a long, long time ago, and he never, ever missed a chance <laughs> to tell me that, ever. <laughs> well, it's good to know. <laughs> now, why are you guys here? This week we have been to the MVP Summit here in, in Redmond, but for the studio we are here to discuss Config Manager 2012. And what exactly? We, we saw a quick demo of that where, where you're showing doing a, a simulator deployment of applications to a bunch of desktops. Uh, what actually, exactly I, I need to correct you there because we were actually doing a simulated deployment to some users. And that is a. Uh, What's the difference between users and desktops? To me, that's the same thing, isn't it? Yeah, but, but, but you know, users might have multiple devices. So I, I, I can create a deployment, and that deployment can uh, be uh, an FB deployment. It can contain an MSI package. It can contain a Nokia uh, package. And all depending on my device, I will get the correct software installed. So when I log on to my, uh, my phone, for instance, I will get the uh, Nokia package. Oh, wait, wait, wait. So, so this isn't just for Windows systems, or the multiple Windows systems I might have in my office, but it's also going to do my phone as well? Some of the mobile devices, yes. For example, uh Windows Phone and yeah, the, the, there will be a different. There will be different features supported depending on your device, obviously. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but but we actually we we will be able to see our uh, some inventory on our Windows Phone. Some we will be able to deploy software to our Nokia devices and yeah. Nice, nice. And and when does this come out? How long has it been in process? Oh God, long long time. It's been it's five years now. Yeah. Five years been development. It will be released the first half of this year, and uh, we, we are very excited to uh, look forward to that release. Yeah. So the people listening to the show that might have been previously been doing user deployments of applications in their businesses, how were they doing it before? They don't really. Uh, they, they could, but the previous version, or the current version, I would say, Config Manager 7, it's, it's what's more designed to do a deployment on a per-computer basis. Even so more, the, more the desktop level I was first talking yeah, about, yeah. rather than the user basis yeah. the system. So you could, but it was complicated. But the Config Manager 12 suite has been redesigned to work, to work very well with um, 
user-centric deployments. Mm -hmm. and why exactly is that that important? I mean, like, so so here at Microsoft, you know, I've got uh, two, sometimes three systems in my office that I'm doing for different things. Um, maybe I'm needing those computers to be configured a little bit differently. Why would I want to take and have it based on user instead? Let, let me give you an example. For instance, um, I'm doing a project. I need to have Microsoft Project installed. So I log on to my, my personal device. Uh, it will automatically deploy uh, the MSI version of Project. Then I'm powering Johan's device. Uh, and usually, if I do it the computer-based way, uh, I would actually also install Project on Johan's device. And he might not be that happy about that because now he has to pay a license and that's one more application he has to support as well. Uh, so, so being user-centric means that I have all these requirements, de these detection rules, so I can actually see, is this your primary device? Uh, and if it is your primary device, you will get this kind of app. If it's not your primary device, what should we do? Should we give you a, a, a virtual application? Should we not give you anything at all? Uh, and that, that, that means a lot because we are moving around, not only between computers, but also between device types. And especially since nowadays, you're getting used to being able to yourself order an application. You're not very surprised to take your, your, your Windows phone and you go to the, and download an application from a store somewhere. Mm -hmm. you, can, you can do this with Config Manager too. Oh, I see. So configure manager isn't just for the the IT guy back no, in the glass room, not. but it's for the users to take and manage his own yeah, application manager. There is well. a sort of a it's a software catalog yeah, available. As, as a website, so the users can go and search for published applications, and they they can request them. Mm -hmm. And do they also request what level of application they need on whether it's their primary device, secondary device, or their phones and things? Yeah, uh, yeah. They they will they will be able to say and configure their own primary devices. That's actually as simple as placing a check mark. Um, and then uh, yeah, then uh, the IT guy is still responsible for building all the logics behind so the scenes. Behind the scenes, yeah. yeah. But but for the end user, it's it's just a shopping experience. Like you said, it's like going to the marketplace on your Windows phone. Mm -hmm. And so the, the enterprise or whatever, they can even have some of their own internal applications they're Absolutely. deploying on this, yeah. as well as external application by third-party developers? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Now, how, how difficult is it for a company to deploy something like this? To deploy System Center 2012 Config Manager? Yeah. Or? So let, let's, let's say I'm a small business of you know, a couple hundred employees, um, and I feel something like this might be useful to me. And I guess the first question is, for a couple hundred employees, is this the right product for me to use? Um, it can be, but System Center is mostly targeted for enterprise customers. But we live in Europe, and we have many customers that are, well, all the way down to maybe 500 people that are happily using Config Manager, because we had simply have smaller uh, organizations back in Europe than mm -hmm. you guys have over here. And I even have, I even have customers with 60 users only, and, and, and the, the very neat part about Config Manager is that uh, it's, 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 it's so flexible. I mean, you, of course, you, you, in an enterprise environment, you would have more servers and, 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 and site system roles and stuff like that. But it's, it's still the same kind of the same design. Uh, it's, this, it's the same application that you're installing, even if you're 60 or if you're 300,000. That does sound pretty flexible. So, so let's say I'm, I'm one of these companies that's the, the right model for this, um, and currently I'm using either some hand-rolled system that I did or users kind of going places and installing random application systems, or, or maybe I'm using the previous version, Configuration Manager, which is more uh, machine-centric rather than user-centric. How difficult is it for me to take and revamp my system and add this to it instead? Well, can I answer that? First of all, um, 
all the work that you have done will be preserved because we, we uh, in, in, in 2012 we have a live migration so you can actually migrate all your packages all the, your task sequences most of the work that you have done I can add to that that that's actually the only available option to go from 07 till 012 and it's, that is to do a side-by-side -side migration so there is no such thing as an in-place upgrade anymore. You basically set up a new system, a new site code, and then you, well, copy your rover. You migrate mm -hmm. your old stuff over to the new environment. Which is hard to mention. It does sound like it's such a big shift uh, that it's not just simply a simple upgrade, but it's actually a reinstall. That's actually why, that's one of the major reasons why you cannot do an in-place upgrade, because the infrastructure has changed a lot. Yeah. And if, let's, let's take uh, the, the small company, I mean, if, if they just have one server today, they will also have another one server in, in 2012. But we, um, we, 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 we will see a dramatic decrease in the number of site servers that are actually required in 2012. Well, uh, why is that? It's because the infrastructure has changed. Uh, we have um, a lot of improvements when it comes to replication, a lot of improvement when it comes to the site system roles. Yeah, content library and such, yeah. Ex exactly. Um, I can give you an example. I, uh, I have a customer, they're going from, uh, I think they are 110 site servers today, and they're actually going to migrate to a single site server. So just think about the uh, amount of time they will save uh, when in, in terms of, of management, uh, updating those servers and so on. Uh, of course, they still need something out there, mm -hmm. but it doesn't have to be a site server. Um, and it's easier to, to manage a distribution point uh, compared to a site server. Okay. And so what exactly do you guys do then? I mean, I mean, you're not just simply experts on configuration manager. You, you have a day job, right? That, that is our day <laughs> job. Uh, we work both as a consultant or consultants. So we basically travel around this blue planet of ours and uh, implementing config manager for customers or, or helping them uh, change things or fix things or, or train them. Mm -hmm. Things like that. So, so I guess at a certain level, you're probably glad that it's, it's not quite a, a simple one button and everything works fine, but it needs a little bit of infrastructure work associated it's to it. It's still a systems management platform. So it's still many pieces that, that need to work together. So now it's not a single click, but mm -hmm. it's not uber complex either, but you need to learn the, the tools. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's... Yeah, I think actually it, it, it was a good question because one of the things that I see today um, is that people who are starting to design the environment, they're actually taking a much more complicated approach than they, they need to, because with, with all the new infrastructure changes, they can actually make it pretty simple, unlike perhaps SMS 2003 or CMO7, the, the previous versions. That's actually a challenge. Cur current version. The current version, <laughs> yeah. I've been working with yeah. CM2012 for two years yeah. by now, so yeah, but yeah. CMO7 is the current version, that's correct. Uh, so, so that's a challenge. I mean, um, don't go mirror your existing infrastructure because it might not be the right one. Um, you most likely, if you're, if you're not a real enterprise, I would say like beyond 50 or 100,000, you might not need a, a CAS. You can actually do with a single primary site. So that's, that's a, a, a change, a huge change, and it will take time. We, we will see many designs that are not correct because people are still thinking about the old way okay. of doing it. So essentially upgrading to the new configuration manager is going to be a good chance to clean house. Absolutely. And, yeah. and figure out what you really are needing to do. Exactly. To not, not in a good thing. It's almost close to a requirement yeah. to get a good design. <laughs> yeah. 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 
So, so I went and deployed. What do you think are the key things I want to make sure I pay attention to uh, before I deploy it or as I deploy Configuration Manager? The key things? Uh, obviously, as Johan said, you need to know about your infrastructure. Uh, you need to know about your remote locations. You need to know about your processes. Um, by processes, I mean you, you, you need to know how you're going to handle your uh, application deployments, how you're going to handle and treat your OS deployments, your software update deployments. Um, and, and, and don't let Config Manager detect how, uh, how you should do it. Uh, take, take your processes. How, how do you really want to control your software updates and then build that into Config Manager? It should not be the other way around. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, and where else should people go for more information about new, uh, doing Configuration Manager? I guess one thing is, how do they get hold of you guys? Well, first of all, uh, let me get back to that in oh, okay, two seconds. Okay. But, the beta and the RCs has been out for, for a long time now. So if they want to test in a lab right now, they, they can just download the bits and start playing around. So these are free, available for download. Uh, me, to getting hold of me, it's, uh, I think it's easier to just go to my blog, which is Deployment Research. And I know Kent has a blog as well. Yeah, that's blog.cortec.dk. And uh, we have a lot of information there, just as uh, Johan has a lot of uh, guides on how to set it up, and um, you'll be able to also ask questions. Um, and besides that, the, the forum, the community around it's, System yeah, it's Center strong. is really strong. You, you will find videos out there, uh, how, how to do it, guidelines, stuff like that. Uh, and there's actually also a, a new uh, thing on TechNet for System Center called the Survival Guide. Uh, for Config Manager 2012, and also for the other system centers, and that that's a that's a very good start. Yeah, point. it's a okay. really good uh, survival guide. Okay. I like the word. Yeah, yeah. Of it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it will give you a lot of good background information, but also um, stuff like troubleshooting or what should I be aware of. Uh, okay. I'll make sure what I do is in the, in the description for this episode, I'll put links down there to ah, your guys' blogs, yeah. the information as ah, well as cool. some of the other locations cool. for it. Cool. Now, I also understand you guys are going to be doing a day-long seminar. At the upcoming TechEds, oh, yeah. TechEd North America and Europe, uh, dealing with this. Yeah, we, we have a pre-conference at both TechEd Europe and the US, and it's a full day with five sessions on Config Manager, where we basically we we build the infrastructure live. So 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 if I'm interested in using Configuration Manager and I haven't used it yet, um, I could come to the seminar and. Soup to nuts, I would see what it's going to take for me to do it properly. More or less, yes. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, and it, it, even if you're an experienced CMO7 administrator, there are so many changes that it's absolutely worth spending six hours with, uh, together with Johan and I. And not only Johan and I, but also the other attendees who are most likely known in, in the community. So yeah, and we see the registration numbers are filling up right now, so that's, that's good. That uh, means a big interest for this. Yeah, it definitely means that. I mean, and I think also that the fact that so many people are going to be there, I as an attendee are going to be able to hear from the questions that are being asked, yeah. the different types of implementation that are trying to be done, and maybe someone might ask a question that, that I'm sure, oh, that's going to apply to me too, if yeah. I would have even known to ask that question. Exactly. Okay, well, thanks. Well, thanks for joining me on this episode of the Knowledge Chamber. Uh, I appreciate coming all the way over from, from Europe like that to, <laughs> to, to talk about that sort of stuff. And, yeah, uh, just for this recording. Just for this recording, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you mean to sign anything for you? That's what you see this okay. So, hopefully, you understand some things with this episode about how Configuration Manager might be able to help you with the deployment issues your business is dealing with for both your own use personally on your systems as well as if you're an IT person, your deployment across the enterprise. 
Um, again, I'll be including links in the description of this episode about where you can get more information, as well as information about the TechEd Precon Seminar that both Kent and Johan are going to be doing. Thanks for joining us.